up everybody i'm gonna go ahead and get started we got people coming in so i wanted to wait just a little bit longer for people to come in but i'm so excited about tonight's live and who i'm bringing on so i want to just get things popping and get things dropping immediately um you are here at show business live with shonique sneed um, you can check out some of my previous show business podcasts on uh, any place where podcasts is, podcasts are listened to. Uh, my last show business live was with uh, Luther Brown last week, and that is up on YouTube if you didn't get a chance to listen or check that one out. Uh, but today I have a very, very, very special guest joining me on show business live, and that is my BFF. Uh, she is a dancer choreographer she's a director she's an artist uh she is a trained chef a certified holistic coach a wife a mother of two amazing little munchkins my babies and uh she has danced for and choreographed for some of the most amazing um gigs and iconic people ever i mean justin timberlake uh janet jackson madonna just to name a few um but yeah basically i want to bring on my girl one and only miss lissette what's up how's it going (laughs) cheers Hey! <laughs> oh man! Can't play too many of that because you know how Instagram is. <laughs> oh, it'll cut you off. It'll cut you off, right? Oh goodness, goodness. Exactly, but I definitely got to get in a little bit because, I mean, that song right there. First off, hi, hi, welcome. Welcome to Show Business Live. Yay, (laughs) my bestie. Okay, well, first off, cheers. Cheers for being here. Cheers. Um, We've got we have got a lot to we've got a lot to cover, and we've got people uh, that got a lot of questions. But just for you guys to know, um, my bestie's here. She's going to answer all the questions that you would like to know. So I think. But we're gonna drink those for the end. So I'm gonna answer very She's gonna very drink. She's gonna drink. Hey, Heffa's in here. Randy's in here. Lauren, ACL's already yes. asking about best kept secret. You guys, we are gonna do. We're gonna do a, a different, um, a different live. Let's say you're gonna have to come back so we can talk about our own stuff because that's a whole different live <laughs> with me and you. That's like a. That's like a series. <laughs> That's that's a that's a damn series, exactly. That's a so series. we'll come we'll come back for that one. But today exactly. I just want to talk about my girl Lisette and her evolution. And we're in a crazy time right now. And um mm-hmm. I think everybody is just looking for something to feel inspired or to connect or just to be, you know. And so these lives have been a survival kit for some of us, you know what I mean? Totally. With the <laughs> yeah, no. versus 
and you know all the different lives but yeah. bringing you on um first off i just wanted to have you introduce yourself as in a, in a way that maybe we don't know like i know you so today is about letting everyone know maybe things that they don't know about you so full name already, already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we are we have we have just started but okay. it's gonna trust me we got a lot to cover so the first thing we got to do is at least let them know where you're from hometown full name and give them a little that that part okay well my full name is Lisette Bustamante that's it <laughs> pretty like people go what's your middle name I'm like don't have one kind of glad I don't have one because it'd be a lot of letters and a lot of things but um so Lisette Bustamante I was born and raised I was born in Hollywood California if you didn't know like just I haven't left I'm still here. Yeah, absolutely. So I was born in Hollywood, California, and I, I was, I'm a Valley girl, guys. I literally am still in the Valley. I moved around a bit, but I'm back here, and I'm a total Valley girl, born and raised, L.A., like you show. We're like the only L.A. natives that are- I know, right. It's, it's a, crazy. There's a couple are more, like, yeah. oh, where are you guys from? We're like, L.A. L.A. Just, yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. Like, everything you said, if, if you missed it, just- I'm a, I'm a, I'm an explorer of all things. <laughs> yes, you are. We're going to break all those things yes. down too. Yes. Um, so where did you, where did you go to, you went, so everybody knows, let's that's a Valley girl. Where'd you go to school? Like, what did you, well, what, what were your interests? Who were you, who were you in school? Who, who was let's okay, in, so, in so, high okay, school? So I'll just a quick, I'm going to try and give you a quick background. You can like, tell me if I'm going, if I'm talking too much. Because Absolutely. it's the only adult talking I get to do most <laughs> of the day. It's mostly exactly. like baby talk. and Absolutely. You know. So, um, yeah, I was born and raised here. My dad was born in Venezuela, Caracas. My mom is, uh, she was born in New York, but she's Puerto Rican. So I'm half Puerto Rican and half Venezuelan. They actually met, my dad was, um, uh, he sang in a, a salsa band. He still sings in a salsa band. He's 78. Yes, he does. Your dad is lit. Um, uh, but they met at a club. My mom was dancing salsa, wow. and they fell in love, and here I am. And so music and dance was, was always around because my dad would have band practice, and it was just very lively at my house all the time. So, yeah, I, I grew up very close to music and dance and just, like, a lot of energy. My family has a lot of energy and they're very loud and <laughs> expressive. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, and I was always that girl who just kind of, anytime music would come on, I would move. And that was just instinctual to me. Um, I think it was just like a genetic thing, you know? And uh -huh. I fell in love with it very early on. I started teaching myself to dance um, by watching, you know, Michael Jackson on recordings, you know, yep. VHS and like rewinding and pausing it and like learning the move. And that's how I kind of taught myself to dance. Um, and then in school, I would just dance with my friends, really. It was just mm -hmm. kind of like, I didn't grow up in any kind of trained environment. I didn't grow up doing any conventions. I didn't mm -hmm. go to a dance studio when I was little. I taught myself and just watched the greats. And that's kind of how I learned. And then in high school, that's when I, I learned that I could go take a hip hop class at a dance studio. So a yep. really good friend of mine, Jason Landa, who's one of my best friends. Shout um, out Jason. Yeah, <laughs> shout out Jason. Um, 
we went and took a took a, a dance class. We actually took a jazz class and it was freaking hilarious because I had no <laughs> idea what a technical thing was. And I right. wore socks and they were like, okay, now we're going to go across the floor. And I was like, <laughs> you just went in. <laughs> and I just like ran across the floor. But um, I kind of fell into it and found that I love dance through just kind of being exposed to the environment. And uh-huh. I was a cheerleader in high school. Yes. Cheerleading captain and would make up all these, you know, these dances and these sets and this choreography and kind of try to take my high school to another level. But it was just always around. And then cut to uh, me, you know, getting ready to graduate high school when I kind of found dance was at Mora Landis. And we're about to get we to met. that. And we're about to get to that. So stop right there. Okay, this okay. is perfect. So, yeah. This is perfect. Great. Right here. Yeah. Valley girl, cheerleader, yes. song leader. Jason Landau took her to her first dance class. She fell in love. Natural. No training at that point. Right. And just nope, doing no what you love, watching Michael Jackson. We would tell people too when we choreograph. We'd be like, they'd be like, "How do we get to dance?" We'd be like, "Start with Michael Jackson, and then you know, go down from and there. then go down the line <laughs> and go from go there. down the line." I Absolutely. still watch Michael Jackson. I I play Michael Jackson all day for my kids, and my son is obsessed already. And Rowan's already doing the moonwalk. He already doing the moonwalk. He's two. <laughs> um, okay, so this is one of my favorite segments in this is asking people about their hometown and what music kind of reminds them of home. And I asked you what music kind of reminds you of home. And this right here is something that just. (laughs) (laughs) That's my man. Forever and ever and ever. You hear me? Forever. Ah. Okay, so here's what's really cool, though, you guys. I'm going to play little snippets, just enough to get through, and then you guys go afterwards and then play all the songs that I played with your people and drink and tag us. Perfect. <laughs> Love it. That's a new okay, game. Okay, so tell, tell us. Exactly. Tell us, Lisette, because I already know your Prince, your prince mode, so you tell junkie, everybody. Like junkie, for real. Okay, so um, funny enough. I wonder if my aunt's watching. She's probably on watching this. Lisa, Lisa. is. She just gave a thumbs up. Awesome. <laughs> I yeah. Okay, so my aunt Lisa was, I was very close to her growing up, and she was a, a very big Prince fan, and I became in love with Prince at, like, age six and seven, which is quite young to be in love with Prince, but I was yeah. close to all of his music, and I remember watching him the first time on a show called Solid Gold. You guys can Google it, <laughs> YouTube it. Solid girl. I literally remember being with my mom and they announced this guy named Prince who was going to perform on Solid Gold. And I watched that show all the time because they had dancers and musical acts. It was Solid. awesome. Yeah, I'm old. I'm, I'm telling you guys my age by saying Exactly. Yeah. Well, now you're aging me really? too because I'm like, it's Solid Gold. Yeah. It's so good. So I remember watching him perform and I'm like mouth open, like, who is this person? And he mm-hmm. just like changed my life. Not because he was just, I mean, he was just all things. He was all the things. He was a musician. Oh. He was a performer. He was mysterious. Like, I didn't quite understand what he was doing, but I was into it. Hell yeah. And from that point on, it was all about Prince. I went and bought all, you know, the Prince buttons. My jacket was covered in Prince buttons. At seven, <laughs> I would come to school with Prince on my jacket, Prince in my backpack. 
I mean, kids were like, who is that? And they just wanted to play on the yard. And I'm like, talking about Prince. So that to me was like my childhood. Right. Prince and Michael Jackson. But musically, like my artist is like, it's Prince. Like I. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's your, that's, that's your, that's your artist. And my aunt, because that's what we listen to. <laughs> I love it. I mean, and Prince, man. Yeah. That's a different episode, right? The different <laughs> episode about, is the uh, night that I met Prince for the first time. We'll talk about that later. Everything. Yeah. Everything, everything. Every, exactly. Everything, all of it, yes. Um, okay, so now we're just going to have to skip to your first dance gig. Let's move to, okay, uh, your high school, you're graduating, Maura Landis. Let's drop, shout out Maura Landis. With shout the out Maura Landis. Them. You guys don't know what Maura Landis Break is. Break it down. Maura Landis. Maura Landis is why I know this woman right here. That's how we met. And number one, <laughs> Maura Landis is the original Millennium. Before it was Absolutely. Millennium, it was Maura Landis. Yep. And it, was, and it was on Ventura Boulevard in Vineland. It was a tiny little kind of broke down studio, but that was the place where everybody went. And that was my home, and that was Shonique's home. And yeah, so that was that's mm -hmm. where I started. So I started, um, so I found out there was a work study program. Someone like I started Hell taking yeah. class obviously in high school because I got exposed to it. So I was like 16, 17. And then I started on the work study program where I would just like clean cigarette butts and um, <laughs> yeah. restock the toilet paper and like, you know, clean the gum. I remember I used to like clean the gum that was stuck on the sidewalk in front of the entrance. It was very Damn. glamorous, very glamorous. And, um, but I would get free classes. Right? I was about to so say, but you got that training, though. Yeah, I got the training. So I was there all day, every day. And um, that's how we met. We met yep. all, later on. But initially, I was at the front desk. This is, like, kind of crazy story. Because people were like, how did you get started dancing? Mm -hmm. It was kind of a fluke, to be honest. Because I didn't realize I could make a living dancing. I just loved it. It was just my right. passion. And, and I was getting ready to go to college. I was already, like kind of submitting papers and I was going to stay in California, but I was getting ready to go to school mm -hmm. and um, I was working the front desk and Dave Scott. Shout out Dave. <laughs> Dave Scott <laughs> came with like a whole posse and was holding an open audition for a group called Immature, an R&B group called <laughs> Girl. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first video dude and that was the, our first time meeting each other you're in that video too you guys you want to laugh right now this, this is a side sidebar sidebar we need like something to like push over and then exactly the to come up um google uh immature we got it that was my first music video that was not yours probably no it wasn't mine but we it was our first music video together together Yes. And we're 150 years old, right? Each of us in that. Yes. Book. Okay. So really quick backtrack. So I'm at the front desk, right? Working my shift. Dave Scott <laughs> comes in with like 20 people. It's like very glamorous. I'm like this little 17 year old girl who's just like, oh my God. And um, I used to take Wade Robson's class back in the day and Wade was there and he came down. He was like, you need to go audition for whatever Dave is doing. And uh -huh. I was like, I've never auditioned before. Right. I'm not doing that. That's scary. Whatever. And he was like, Lisette, go up there and audition. You've taken enough class. Just go audition. So my the manager let me go. And I went up and I learned the combo, combo and auditioned and like left the room. And then I got called back in 
by actually, it was your cousin, Saba. Saba. Saba, <laughs> and then our other friend who now lives in Japan, Aya, Aya. who was my best friend at the time, too. We were, a bunch of us got called back in. I was like, oh, I got called back in. So I got to dance with actually those two girls. They yep. called me and put the three of us together, and they're like, okay, can you guys start rehearsing next week? And I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, fluke, you guys. Like, this doesn't happen really, but no. for me, like, I kind of just went and auditioned and just like went out on a limb and hi um I went out and and got a job dancing for Immature that was my first gig I was immature. 17 years old my god we got to shout out Immature because Immature basically like to be honest they kind of started our whole journeys in different ways Dave Scott Keisha all of them Dave and Keisha kind yeah. of put put us on in that one and that whole world damn immature so shout that whole crew out um okay so now i want to jump into your top gigs because we could go on for a documentary <laughs> of, of everything so tonight yeah. we're just gonna hit all the bullet points okay so Stay I on was talking, stay on talking to you. We're going to stay on. No, no, but we're going to go. We're going to go for it because the one thing I do want to make sure that like how you just brought up immature yeah. and how you were, you were at more Landis and work study. Like that's the kind of stuff that people need to know. Like you put in. Yeah. You look cute. You no, put my hair is hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, your hair is good, girl. It looks girl. cute. I haven't watched this thing. I told Shonique, I was like, my hair is in a mom bun every single day. Yep, gonna, you did. I'm gonna bring the curls out for you today. I'm gonna try. And I'm so happy you did because yeah. those those <laughs> cur those curls, girl, have been booked and blessed for 20 years. Like, oh, girl, dead ass. Hi, everybody. Love you. Um, Love we're gonna you, say Donna, questions Donna. for the end. Hi, guys. Sienna and who else was on there? I think Luther joined. Luther. My mom. Hi, guys. Your mom. My aunt. <laughs> here. Sienna. Oh, Sienna just said, yes, curls for the girls, honey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we're talking about your your, your biggest, your, your three top gigs. Three. And I would like to um, go into a time of just your biggest dream come true. Biggest, and then I'm going right? to have everybody Google and YouTube. Man. These memories. Those curls are famous, somebody just said. <laughs> hey. Oh, man. What a time of my life. Dreams do come true, you guys. Like, honestly, okay. Break, so that, Janet, break that whole thing down. Janet it's, Jackson. It's, it's just crazy. Break it down, please. Like I said, like, it was Michael Jackson was Prince, but, like, dance-wise, Janet, of course. I used to idolize all the Janet dancers, the previous Janet dancers, and, like, Tina Landon. Those were my, I mean idolized like I memorized every step from every freaking performance and it was my dream in life to dance for Janet Jackson and I remember I was already dancing at the time with a couple different people and I had auditioned for Janet and I got down to the very end and I didn't get it and I was just like okay you know it's not time it's not gonna happen for me and I remember being so close to it that I was kind of devastated I was like oh Hell yeah man. Yeah, it sucks because that was it. You know, you, everybody has their, like, their person their on the list. It's like that check mark. If that happens, you're like, I've done it, right? Yep, so she yep, was back yep. on me, for sure. And um, after that audition, I remember coming down, like, pretty sick and just, like, kind of being in the dumps. But I was also sick. Like, I caught a bad cold or I had a flu. 
And uh. at the time, I had been taking a lot of class with Marty Padelka. I used to dance with him a lot. I used to Marty. take class religiously. And um, I had done a couple gigs with him. And he called me randomly out of the blue. And he was like, hey, Lisette. He was like, um, so I want to see if you're available because we have this Janet gig we're doing. You know how Marty is. <laughs> yeah. He's real like, I'm Marty. He's not in the public. He's like, yeah, we have this gig. You know, we're working with Janet now. And, you know, we. So this girl who was dancing, Casually. she moved another job and she couldn't do it. And he's like, can you come in? Because you learn really fast. And I was like, <laughs> shut. And shut. just like that. Yes, exactly. So I'll never how long forget. have you been dancing? How long have you been dancing? And how? Point, um, I mean, I've been dancing for a minute. Yeah, I'd say yeah. I was, you know, I was in my, like, well, early 20s. I started when I was 17 professionally. Right, right, right. Like, once I started at 17, it, it kind of just kind of spiraled. And so by the time I was in my early, like, mid-20s, it was about that time, like, mid-20s. Um, so I've been dancing a little bit. Um, uh -huh. But not Janet. No, hell <laughs> so, no. I remember walking into the old Alley Cat. Y'all know about Alley Cat yep. shows in Hollywood. That was Absolutely. the place where everybody would rehearse. It was yes, it was, it was a magical, a magical studio. place. And shout out June for that, right? June from Alley Cat. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember um, walking in to like being so nervous to walk in because they had everybody knew the choreography pretty much. Like it was like which is was is like this is an ongoing story for me in my life everybody had called me for so many jobs to come in and learn it like the day before right the day. so that's what it was and i came in and i walked in the door and janet was like literally sitting on the floor as i walked in and she and she was like hi you know she's a very like soft demeanor and i yep. i didn't even realize it was her because she looked like one of the dancers and i literally almost shit my pants like i was so <laughs> like my moment of revelation had happened and it was like damn this is cool and damn. so it ended up being a really cool experience just being in the room she was awesome everybody was awesome i was with some other very incredible dancers that i looked up to for so like kelly kono look i was watching and I yes like, it was just really cool and so that was so i did a bunch of stuff with janet i did that the icon with janet which was so amazing that, that was my probably one of my best memories and then the vmas and i went to europe and toured with her and did a bunch of stuff so that was a dream come true a like, total dream come true like she said dreams come true y'all so just break that part down for me hi lou lou said he's up in here he said, mama june yeah changed my life that performance he just yeah, said changed yeah, that life my life my that, too, girl that performance <laughs> so you guys if you're gonna look that up that's the mtv icon performance from janet right yeah. Yeah. So you guys yeah. go ahead and look that up. Favorite performances. Uh, I mean, unbelievable. Hey, Sab. Um, so let's move into, um, you know, another one of both of our favorite artists. Um, and it was, I'm sure, probably the most memorable experience that you was able to experience in this career, you know? Same. Okay, I 
Okay. Woo! First, uh, I mean, you know, Aaliyah. Aaliyah. First, first word that comes to you when you hear that, like you said, chills. You angel. know, I just angel. Yes, she, angel. She, you know, I've worked with a lot of people. Angel. A lot of people like, and you know, you get your people who are, you get your divas, you get your people who are living on another cloud and you get people that are very grounded. And to me, she was just like a girl I would hang out with. She was so approachable, so personable, so real. She was freaking funny like you would never think that Aaliyah was like a clown but she wow was she's a clown like oh wow she was like yes. an undercover like she's so cool on the outside she's so cool and like kind of mysterious you know and but if you got when you got to know her hysterical but um so yeah at the time I was working with Fatima a lot mm -hmm. and same same thing happened <laughs> same thing as Janet yeah uh, they were rehearsing for try again and it was supposed to be disguised in the video. So Try Again was just to be all those guys. It was like Punch, Goof, Roro, you know. And it was all Mike Andrews. It was supposed to be all guys. Jerry Slaughter's in that too, y'all. Oh, wow. Um, Damn, Jerry. And I guess what had happened is they had been rehearsing for a week. And Aaliyah, you know, Fatima was very tight with Aaliyah. That's how Aaliyah yes. developed her style through Fatima. Right. And Fatima was feeling the song so hard. And Aaliyah was like, I want you to dance. I want you to dance. She's like, well, I can't just dance like me and all these guys. She's like, I need to get another girl. So she called me out of the blue and was like, all right, so there's the song. It's bomb. It's try again. It's Aaliyah. They've been rehearsing for a week. We're going to shoot it in two days. I need you to come and learn this choreography with me because you and me are going to dance on the side of her. And I was like, hell yeah and then she <laughs> sent me the song and i was like hell oh, yeah because that song when that song came out you guys i mean being in rehearsal with that music and with those dancers and with swoop and doing these moves like it was one of my most favorite experiences so that was really cool so i started working with um Aaliyah a little bit more and did, i did a bunch of promo stuff i toured with her did all that stuff and then, of course, then um, Rock the Boat, the opportunity for Rock the Boat came, and uh -huh. Fatima called, and uh, of course, I was like, yes, and it was just like a bunch of really talented females, and it sounded like the, the job when she told me on the phone what it sounded like was like a dream come true. She said, okay, so we're going to rehearse here a little bit, and then we're going to fly to Miami. And we're going to shoot part of the video in Miami on a green screen. And then we're going to fly to a pro like a very small island on a private jet to the Bahamas and shoot there for four or five days. Woo! So, and this was at the time where mm -hmm. we had budget. Like, absolutely, yeah, yeah. were multi-million dollar budgets where they don't do that anymore. So it was Hype Williams. And um, wow. so, yeah, so we did that. So we all got in rehearsal. We flew to Miami. Carmeet was my roommate once we got to uh, the Bahamas. And we, the crazy thing about the Rock the Boat experience is you never really get a chance to bond that much with other dancers right. for that long period of time. Time, exactly. As, as well as the artists. Like, I remember being in the Bahamas rehearsing. We'd have, like, an hour rehearsal. We'd be rehearsing in our bikinis. 
Oh my God, that's so we had scooters. We were we were riding scooters and mopeds. We were oh, like yeah. at night on the beach, sitting in circles, looking at the stars, talking. All of us, wow. the crew, the dancers, Aaliyah. It was like insane the the opportunity and just the experience of being there. And we all got really tight. Really yeah. Name tight. the dancers. Name the dancers so they know who was who was a part. I mean, I can't, off the top well, of you, my head, Carmeet, Nadine. Binky, Binky, okay, you, uh, Nadine, Carmina, Thomasina, uh, Ebony, Ebony Nichols, yes, uh, Binky, Leslie, Leslie, um, Carmine, yep, um, yeah, we said, I'm old, y'all, my memory is like, yeah, we said Ebony already, but yes, Jesus, um, uh, uh, Dinosh. Dinesh, yes, yes, Luther, yes, Dinesh, Leslie, yeah, we said yeah, Leslie, like, and Leslie, Thomasina. Uh -huh. um, it was crazy. It was yeah, like Jesus. Uh, Teresa, if you guys yes, Teresa. Teresa. Um, she's yes. Puerto Rican from New York, and we we just got super tight. And the, like the the crazy thing is, we shot all this footage, right? We shot mm -hmm. we shot Miami. We shot um, stuff. We didn't shoot anything yet in the Bahamas. Really, when we were in the Bahamas. Aliyah was shooting all that stuff on the beach when right. the sun was coming up and she's wearing the red and the red hat. Oh then, my God, the opening scene. Yeah, and then the stuff that she did in the pool, the underwater. Yes, the underwater, stuff. Jesus, yeah. So she was doing all of that and we were just like literally hanging out and, you know, had a couple of rehearsals. And then the last day of the shoot, we were to board this huge yacht that they chartered for the day and Hype was going to shoot us from a helicopter and that's the dance stuff that you see on the boat he was gonna shoot us from a helicopter he was super excited about it it was gonna be epic we were on this humongous yacht and we we're in the middle of the ocean and it was kind of like when do you get to do that you know and we shot all day i remember it being extremely hot and when we finished and this was in the bahamas this was in the bahamas abaco island yeah so we you know yeah, that was our last, it was our last shoot day. Okay. And so we got all of the footage we wrapped and then we all were very tired <laughs> dancing in the sun all day. Damn. Uh, we were sitting on the yacht and I'll never forget. It was kind of like Aaliyah was like ready to go. She was like trying to go. And then they were all talking about, okay, we're going to get a boat to come pick some people up. Whoever wants to leave early. And it ended up being... I remember, like, I ended up, it, it's crazy, because I, like, you forget a lot of things that happen, but, like, these moments are so clear for me. I remember, like, sitting wow. next to this woman who worked at the record company, and she was, like, taking a nap, and she got up, and she was like, I'm going, I want to go home. She was ready. So she got on the boat, and I remember everybody that just went to that boat, and those were the wow. people that afforded that plane. So, <gasps> yeah, so I'll never forget. They left. I have a picture of them saying goodbye. They all boarded the plane. They were going to try and take off before the sun went down because- Is that the, the picture that's on the boat? I'm sorry to interject, yes. but is that the picture where you yes. see them people on the boat and they're yes. all saying it's like their last- Yes, we were all saying that we had all spent so many days together, you know, and we all bonded. It was just, it was pretty crazy. Like, yeah. And little did we know, you know, what was going to happen. Of but course. I remember thinking, God, like, they're getting on a plane and, you know, we were too tired. All the dancers decided we were going to go, we were going to stay and leave together the next day. And then um, the wardrobe stylist who usually traveled with the hairstylist and the makeup artist stayed. 
And he, his name was Derek. He used yes. to style everybody. He stayed. And I remember looking. He's like, I have too much stuff, y'all. You guys, I'll catch up with you later. And he stayed. And then they went. Anyways, we all kind of fell asleep. And then the crazy thing that happened on that boat ride was like, we all woke up. And we put on this music and we all just started dancing around. After dancing all day, we just had like this beautiful dance party and the wind was blowing and we were all wow. in the zone and just like living. So like full out living our lives, you know? And then we got, I'm telling the story because I feel like it's so important. And tell me yeah, about please. the speed. No, 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 go, go, please go, go, uh, go. This, this, we, no one's actually gotten to share. Yeah. A an experience that was there that's not weird it's a it's you're just sharing what happened with you right. you know what i'm saying so yeah. this is extremely important go for it yeah so um so what ended up happening was we got back and we got back to the island sun was going down it was getting later and um i was hungry of course um <laughs> we're all right. hungry and i was sharing a room with carmina i remember she's like i'm gonna take a shower and i was gonna walk to the little village area where they had food and where the local people were. And I will never forget, I was walking. I still had my outfit, my white outfit on from the shoot. What? Didn't even change. No, because it's like, we're on an island, you know? Yeah. So um, I walk and I, and this guy in a pickup truck, this local guy like pulls up on me and he was like, hey, he was panicked. He was like, hey, are you, were you part of the, you know, the crew that was just filming on the yacht in the ocean? And I said, yeah, yeah. And he was like, the plane has crashed. The plane has crashed. And I, like, I get chills talking about it. And I was like, what? And he was like, the plane has crashed. And so I freaked out and I started running to the little area where everybody was. And at that point, I saw Fatima and I saw Hype and they were like crying, both of them and walking really fast towards me. And then all the, all the local people were, you know, like chattering. It was just like chaos happening. And, um, you know, and then Hype and Fatima were like, meet in my room, his room, in like 30 minutes. We need to have a meeting. And didn't say anything else. But at that point, oh, God. it happened. And so, yeah. And what ended up happening is I went back to the room and talked to Carmeet. And we all ended up meeting back in the hype's room and trying to find out what was going on. He was very calm and explained to us. He's like, a plane has crashed. We're not sure if it was theirs. We think it is. And we just started praying. <sighs> that was it. We all started crying. We started, we got together. We held hands. We prayed, prayed, prayed. And, you know, it just took a long time to, to find out what had really happened. And then we got confirmation that it was their plane. And, you know, from that point, I mean, so much happened. Like, it was just like, you would never, like one moment I'm standing with Aaliyah talking to her, dancing with her, and the next minute, you know, all these people are gone. So it was traumatizing. I was trauma highly traumatizing, period. I mean, I- Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was crazy. And I'll, all I remember was you. I mean, all, all the people that knew me, my parents and everybody were trying to get in touch. They had heard exactly. already. News was hitting the main because I was supposed to pick you and Carmita from the airport, right? And I did, and then and the flight had come and gone, and I wasn't right. hearing from you. And then I started to like trying to blow you up, remember? And then it, it, all of that, Jesus. Yeah. So I got on the phone and I was trying to call family, I was trying to call you, I was trying to just let everybody know that we were okay because everybody just heard that exactly crashed, so everybody thought all of us were gone, and 
Yeah, so it was, it was intense. It was really intense. And um, yeah, I just remember, I just remember a lot of things very clearly. Some of it I choose not to share because I think it's personal stuff. Absolutely. But, you know, like, um, yeah, it, it was really, 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 it, it, it went from extremely light to like, you know, just a lot of life happened in those few days. A lot of life and happened. A lot of like, I don't know. I don't even know. It was just the most life-changing job, obviously, I've ever done, but also the most memorable, not in the greatest ways, but at the same time, like, you know, just to talk about human being. She was, like, very much just, I don't know. She was just one of those people that when you meet, you're like, they're good with themselves. Yes. You know? Like, Absolutely. you meet someone and you're like, they're okay with who they are and they don't have anything to prove and they've learned a lot in this lifetime and i always felt that with her she's just mm. she was so in herself and it was beautiful to experience and i'm very grateful that i got to experience all of that with her and i'm sad awesome. that she's gone because i feel like she was next she was i don't know next. i just feel like that was to... that time it was mm -hmm. That was the, so, yeah. That was a. It's the trauma cut short. Anything you want to say? Um, I don't know to Aaliyah's fans or to people that yeah. feel like they didn't get a chance. You know what I'm saying? Like I would love for you to share a little something cool because every every time, yes, Sienna, she was next. Yeah. Every time we hear of this past, of course we know the tragedy. You know what I mean? But I would love if you want to share some light to the fans, including yeah, I mean, me, because like I, I got chills right this. now. Yeah, no, she was just, she was just a peaceful human being. You know what I mean? Like, she was just peaceful. She was who she was. She was unapologetic. She wasn't infected with, like, stardom at all. Mm. Like, she was so approachable and down to earth and just someone you wanted to be around. So I know for us, it was just really an easy time to be around her all the time like it was fun we just had fun and um you know having worked with a lot of people it's not always like that so no. it was a blessing to to be in her presence and to have had that opportunity because she was something else and she was like she, to me she was just just so she was magic she, yeah you thank know? you Aaliyah that's what I would like to say thank yeah. you for the time she was here, mm -hmm. what she gave to you, to everybody that worked with her in general, and then to everybody that just felt her music and her spirit, you know, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know, Lou, me too. That I know, like yesterday. As a matter of fact, it was 2001. I just want to, like, say this last week. Please. It was 2001, and it was the end of August 2001, and uh, we all came back from that. I was traumatized. I couldn't sleep at night, like I, mm -hmm. for a long time. And then 9/11 uh, happened. So the next like, week, one week, like two, like almost two weeks after, like a week and a half after, it was 9/11. And all I remember going, I was just like, I remember being in my apartment, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, like you I called me for 9/11. Yeah, I remember it was like seven in the morning. You said, "Girl, they blo they blowing us up." I was something. I was just like, what? Uh, yeah, right before September 11th, exactly. I'm just, I'm, I'm looking at the comments. It's, it's like, no, 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 it's like absolutely. Boom, boom, and it was like tragic. It all you know? happened so quick. It, was just, it all it happened was crazy, so quick. So. It was, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, and then 
what was also interesting, do you kind of remember maybe about a month later, we went and did Missy's video, Takeaway, and it was dedicated to Aaliyah. And we were like one of the first people to ever be, yeah. to be on a flight after 9-11, remember? And there was like only six, seven people on the flight. Yeah, I remember that. And we prayed. My mom was like, dropped us off. And she was like, well, let's pray because we, we both were so scared to get on the plane. Do you remember all of this? Yes. And I remember, and I remember wanting to go so bad because I wanted to dance in honor of Aaliyah because exactly. it was honoring Aaliyah. And I remember I danced my ass off. Ass you know? off. <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Lou, uh, Lou, he said he flew back to NYC the day before 911. Yep. And I flew from in nyc the day before 911 because we were the uh mtv awards the one mm -hmm. was was there the night the day the night before 911 yeah a lot happened that that year that yeah. week that month yeah well thank you for sharing lisette everybody is saying no, thank you so I much know, for as sharing. a lot of people always want to know that story and it's like yeah it's pretty tragic it's absolutely but also like i want people to see like how light it was too and i feel like when people see the video, they can see all of that. That's why it you know, impacted, like, you know. Yeah, so it did. Well, thank you so much. Oh, my bestie. Shit, girl. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, we're going to go right to something. We're going to break it, break up the monotony. This is when you was, like, dancing, dancing, girl. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, this it's, it's it's gonna come. The beat hasn't dropped yet. Take a sip of wine. <laughs> Rook. Rook, listen hey, Rook. All right. Wow. We love you, Aaliyah. We love, thank you, Lisette. And we're going to move into something that was also so one of my favorite jobs that you did. You know what I mean? It's really cool when you have a best friend that also you're, they're, they're killing it. So it's like, we got to like, be like, ah, watching the, watching things and getting, be, being able to fan out. Like, I mean, Crimea River live at TRL with in Times Square. So if you guys want to look it up, click on Crimea River, New York Live with Justin Timberlake. And you'll see Lisette. Jenna Dewan was, was your opposite. Yeah, and, Jenna. Uh, did Marty choreograph that? Tell us yeah. about that experience. Yeah, Marty. So I worked a lot with Marty. And um, yeah, he, he was working with NSYNC. And then, and then Justin went solo. And right. he called me and he was like, hey. This was actually interesting because this was, uh, gosh, it must have been like 26 around there uh -huh. somewhere around there and you and i had actually just started working together doing yeah i don't know if you remember. right so yeah so we were kind of dabbling in some stuff and just kind of getting our feet wet in exactly because we were both in that in that mode of not all in but almost right doing right so it, it was almost 10 years for me dancing professionally because i started gotcha. at 17 so i remember thinking to myself like I'm gonna definitely do this gig because I love this music. I love Marty. Justin's amazing. So it was freaking awesome. Justin's awesome. He's one of those people, honestly, you guys, you don't like them. You don't like them because they're good at everything. He's one of those <laughs> people like everything he does is good. It's like, how dare you be so freaking good? It's annoying. 
um, awesome guy, super sweet, got called in again with Marty and yeah, he would like, we learned a bunch of stuff. He came in, learned it in like two seconds. He was at his prime. He had just gone solo. So he was like, I'm doing it. Kill this. Um, so it was really, really fun doing that job. And um, I didn't dance for him very long, but what I did, I really enjoyed. And it's one of those things in life. I always say it's like, you got to listen to your gut because and Marty and I actually were just talking about this the last time we were on Monsters together. We were like cracking up. He was like, ah! but um, I had done all this stuff with Justin and then he was going to go on his world tour. So he called, he called me to go on the world tour. He was like, I want to book you. It's going to be like about a year. Yep. And you and I had just started like getting some, getting into our thing. I remember this. Very magical, and I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, what do I do? Like, it's Justin Timberlake, it's a year, right. but whatever. Or I really wanted to do choreography, and I really thought what we had going on was it was fire. Like, I was uh -huh. so I remember I did all these gigs with JT, it was awesome. If, if I wanted to dance for anyone and go on tour with anyone, it would have been him, it would have been Marty because hell yeah, vibes. and I like prayed on it. I did. I was like torn. My agent Woo! at the time was like, "You better take this gig." He was like, <laughs> "Right, right, right." Your agent. He was like, exactly. "Set Bustamante, you better go on tour with Justin Timberlake." And I remember going, "I'm not gonna go." And he was like, "What?" He was like, "Right, people are gonna like, they're gonna think things that you're turning this down." I was like, Absolutely. "Honestly, like." I something's telling me not to go. Not to go. I, if, if I said, let me tell you, I want to go. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. Something's telling me to stay. And he was like, Boom. Okay, you're crazy. He told me I was crazy. He's like, you're crazy. You're like the opportunity of the lifetime. You're just flushing it down the drain. I was like, I don't think so. Honestly, like I feel like I've danced for a lot of people and I love it, but I want to be creative and I want to do what's next. And so I turned it down. And I will never forget turning it down and feeling like, did I just shoot myself in the foot, both feet, and I'm never going to dance again? <laughs> Abs I know, right? Absolutely. And, and what but, crazy um, is, yeah, look at that. There, yeah. The, the, the that crazy the thing is, you guys, this is why you have to listen to your gut. Absolutely. It was like literally like a month later. We had been working on all this stuff. We had an agent. They were submitting us. And we got called mm -hmm. in. Uh, to audition privately to to set choreography on Britney Spears. Yep, we the sure next, did. At Alley Cat. <laughs> at Alley Cat. Remember, we walked in, she was sitting we at the piano, she was, piano, she was like, give me some stuff, and we were like, yep. you know, and Sugar I remember Booker, bop, going, bop. I remember sure so many times in my life, it was like the thing where you, you get that validation of like, trust yourself. Absolutely. Always trust yourself. Always bet on yourself, no matter Always how. bet on yourself. That's right, what everybody Wayne. else is saying and mm -hmm. whatever else is because it gets loud and it'll swirl around your head and you want to hear all the other things. But like, I've always really tuned in and I think that's helped. Yeah, yeah. We ended up getting the gig with Jamie. We Kennedy. sure we did. We got the Britney gig. For, mm -hmm. for Britney, for Pink. It kind of happened. J-Lo, for Christina Milian. That I would have been just... gone. We were doing the damn thing. Oh, yay. Yeah. And it's crazy because I think we both were in the same position because I was in that same position with Hi Hat. Right. I was about to, I was right. doing the gigs with Hi Cat. And then I was like, okay, am I going on tour? Mm -hmm. Am I going to go into the full Hi Hat world? And 
And it was the, right. and I already had been in there. We both were like, we got to make this decision. And you bet on yourself. I bet on myself. And we bet on each other. Yeah. We just knew something was special. <laughs> and we still together. <laughs> we you with my hearing aid. You with your glasses. Your wine, Millie. <laughs> just so you guys know, me and Lisette's, um old people's uh, name uh, Millie is Millie and Etna. So like when we're old, we're Millie and Etna. Millie yeah, and Etna. I'm doing this shit for a minute. But that it's was, like, but it's like it's really cool. I think for people to hear that because especially yes. now with like yes. social media and all this like noise, the noise gets so loud and it's hard for you to like tune in, tune in to like the voice, the voice, yep. whatever you believe in. But like I firmly believe that like I get hits of like clarity and I have to go with that. So. It's never, it's never steered me wrong. You know? It hasn't. Hey, Vanessa. Hey. Vanessa. What's up? It's never, oh did God, you guys Vanessa. hear that? It's never steered her wrong. That's what it is. You got to bet on yourself. Pray about it. Yeah. You know, take listen, that moment. Just listen. I exactly. Think so so just let's, go right into, let's, let's go right into the next listening. Food, chef, calling, yeah. something, food, like, Call called us. you. Yeah. So you answered like hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hello food. Tell us give us give us a little bit about your food journey, <laughs> trained chef, you yeah. know, holistic coach and you know yeah. how that came together. Sure. So um so a while ago, long time ago, I've always loved food. Period. So, like I've cooked since I was little. I mean, I've always been I've loved eating. <laughs> I love food and I love eating. It's my favorite thing to do. Um True, but, uh, facts. <laughs> yes, facts, right? And so about six years ago, um, I decided that I wanted to enroll myself into culinary school Period. on a whim. Like, I had always been cooking. Shonique knows, like, I'd uh -huh. invite friends over. I would cook. I would do these big dinners and just have everybody over. It's always been, like, the passion that I've had. And I love – it's my love language – if you guys know me, really like is. I love, I'm a service person. So like, I want to, that's why I like teaching. I like helping people. I like giving things to people. I love making food for people. So six years ago, before I got married, I found, I remember being on a vacation with my, who's my fiance at the time and just like Googling a bunch of stuff. I think I'm gonna take this culinary course. I don't know, whatever. And I found something that really spoke to me again, <laughs> spoke Absolutely. to me and it was like reasonable and it was doable with what I my schedule and you know and I just jumped in I was like I'm doing this and I'm just gonna see if I like it I I, I always tell people when I teach to like try things on yes like, like you're buying like pretend like you're going to a store and you gotta like buy an outfit for somewhere nice to go you gotta try a few things on to see what's right and I, I believe that in life like you gotta try things on to see if you like them or or if you want to explore them further. And so I was like, I'm gonna try it on. It's not a yep. big deal. And from the first class, I was like, I'm in 100%. I love uh -huh. it. If you guys don't know this about me, I am a straight nerd. Like I don't really watch Netflix. I don't, if I dive into something, I dive deep with a Period. snorkel, with scuba gear. I'm like in the deep sea. Absolutely. So I dove really deep into class and became obsessed and then started and finished with the course, 
got my certification and then just started reading 1 million cookbooks. I own like over a hundred cookbooks. You guys. Absolutely. Aurelia just said Virgo nation. She Virgo nation. <laughs> we go. She has not lied. I will find the thing that's like, yes, you oh, will. okay, let me do a little more research. Absolutely. So yeah. So I found food and so I fell in love with it and I just did it for fun at the time. And I was like, maybe when I get older, this is going to be something I'm going to explore. And then I ended up getting sick. Actually, I got right after, um, right after I did my culinary school, I got a job hosting a TV show, but I did. Virgos run, Virgos the, run the world. There's a Virgo too. Yeah, we're yeah, a little psycho, psycho we're a I'm little OCD, but we will organize your life and get you together. Um, hey, uh, I, I mess with y'all Virgos. Okay, okay, <laughs> I mess with y'all Virgos. I'm surrounded. Y'all Virgos got me surrounded. <laughs> yeah, we do. You're surrounded. But um, I did this job where I had to be a co-host for a show, and it was a very unique opportunity. I learned so much. It was awesome. I felt really great doing it, but it was it demanded a lot from me at the right. time. And I remember being highly stressed. I was traveling. I was learning like lines, like they were giving me like papers of like things I had to learn. I had never hosted a show in my life. So it was just like, here you go. And it was highly stressful. And I got sick doing that. Yeah. I found out that I had uh. immune disease. So there you go. So just know when you the show was bomb. Tell them what the show was. It was called the Showville. show. The show was called Showville. <laughs> I love that show. AMC. We had one season, and then it got canceled. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you were sick. Was the awesome, funniest comedian in the world was my friends, and he made me laugh and really like made me feel comfortable. And honestly, I learned a lot about myself, and it was a really unique opportunity and it actually coached me for a lot of on camera stuff which was cool but i remember like just being on the road and my hair started falling out and i was like what is happening yeah. like i don't even know what's going on my skin changed my hair fall it was falling out and i came back from being off the road and went to the doctor and he was like he checked me for thyroid cancer he's like i need to check you for cancer today Damn. so luckily i didn't have any i was clear i didn't have any thyroid cancer but my numbers were off the charts and i developed an autoimmune disease and so what i've been doing with food is i've just been like trying to heal myself and other people but mostly it was just like my family um with food like learning what works for me how to prepare food that's nourishing and mm -hmm. stuff at home um and then because i'm a virgo when i was pregnant with my second raya I um, took a course to become a holistic health coach. So I'm a certified holistic health coach because I wanted to learn about food and really what it does for not only my body, but like what it does for other people's bodies who have any issues or how food can inflame or can heal or help or hinder. It just Absolutely. depends on the person. So, so mm -hmm. that's kind of what I'm working on now is like really diving into my food. I'm teaching classes now and I love it. It's, I do it every day anyway, so I just love sharing the knowledge and educating people so they can eat better and take good care of themselves because I had, I I had no choice. <laughs> you had no choice. And that's the testimony. It's like it brought you to uh, your passion and made it like your purpose. We're going to have to, I'm going to have to end it and go back because you know us, we talking and talking and talking. All day. <laughs> back Ooh. to Mr. Man. <laughs> this is so fun. We need to do this once a week, girl. Huh? We need to do this once a week. I'm telling this you. Is, this is like adult time for me. 
Boom. Exactly. Okay, we in here. Wait, Lucha so said we Dave in here. Scott. Dave Scott is on. Is Dave Scott here? Is this a real Dave Scott? Let's Dave, are you here? Go. Dave, give us a comment if you're really here, because <laughs> you you put us on the train. Oh, yep. Show you over <laughs> you there. You gave him my life, Dave. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. Show you over there functioning like an old Ah, uh, exactly. Uh, Hello there. Hello there, Dave. Dave. Dave, we already we already gave the uh Lissette already gave the breakdown. Sorry, that's, a whole, mode. that's a whole nother show. Actually, he just <laughs> said it is me. <laughs> What's up? Okay, so moving from for people that are just joining on, Lissette has broke down the evolution. Started with Valley Girl, LA, boom. Then graduated high school, Morlandis, um, work study cleaning toilets <laughs> and gum off the floor. It's very glamorous. Cut to her big break when uh, Dave has an audition at Morlandis and Wade says, you need to go to that audition. And then an entourage <laughs> of people come and say, go to the audition. He should gamble. Uh, yep, exactly. And you go up there and then you kill it. And then it's with my cousin Saba and Aya. Fun fact, tell them about Aya and how and our connection, how we be basically became besties through Aya. Should I tell them we, the real the real real story or no? I don't know what the real <laughs> real one is. I'm like, is there a real real one opposed to no, a real no, one? No, no, no. <laughs> Aya knew you. Aya knew you and yes. I knew Aya. So she yes, was exactly. like the common denominator yes, for us. And absolutely. I had heard about you because you were like you were like the girl, like the dancing girl. Like everybody's like, oh, Shonique is here. Like she would pop into a class and she'd be like, <laughs> you know, and like she'd do her like freestyle and people would be like, <laughs> you know, no. she'd like, have, it was crazy. So all I knew Jesus. was just like, you were just this like uh, enigma. <laughs> and yeah, and then I, I got to know you through Aya. Aya. Really the, the first time I kind of got to know you was on the Immature video. Because that was the that was before we actually like really spent Absolutely. enough time together. But yeah. Absolutely. They're, again, they're dying right now, Lissette. They're laughing at you. They're laughing right now. Because you guys need to watch that video. Let me tell you something. I had been waiting my whole life to book a music video. And the first music video I got, I was like, oh, I'm going to look good. They're going to put me. I was 79 years <laughs> old with a gold tooth, a white, like, uh, Golden Girls wig and a robe, you know, like it was Thanks, not Dave. Much for herself. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay, so immature, moving yeah. to immature, and then you had like an amazing dance um, journey, and we'll, we'll we are gonna have to do this way more often because, like we said, this is a series. This it's is too a much book. info. It's way way too much book. info to just put it right here. Yeah. But the three top gigs that we did talk about were Icon. Janet Jackson. Mm -hmm. Just we the one thing that we didn't talk about was when you and Stephanie Cameron came down those um you know came down that little fun fact another oh yes you got to give that story, story. that's like one so of my, funny that's one of my favorite stories in yes. my entire okay, in, your, so, in your entire career tell them about so that. we're rehearsing this big um like airline hangar where the, we did Icon is humongous venue. And uh, we had been rehearsing. We had all of the stage work done, but they had wanted some grand entrance because it was Janet Jackson icon. Like she was the one. So it was all about her. So they're like, you need the grandest entrance 
possible. So this guy that's working on the crew, he's like, you know, and Marty kind of talked about it, but it was very much like it just popped out. It wasn't like something we rehearsed. They were uh -huh. like, yeah, we're going to have Janet come from the ceilings on Lyra and like just just kind of go down. Lyra. And, then, and then they were like, we need two dancers who want to try it, is what they said. They didn't right. say who are going to do it. They were like, we need dancers who want to try it. And I went like this. <laughs> yeah. Because like I don't have a fear of heights, and I was like, "Hell yeah, I want Hell you!" Yeah. So it was me and Stephanie Camber. Our hands shot up so fast, like simultaneously. And I think all the other dancers were like thinking about it for a second, right. like, "Do I want to come?" It was extremely high. And yeah. He was like, "Okay, great, you, you, let's get geared up, let's go right now." And I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> okay." So they took us up to the rafters, like harnessed us up, and they were like, "We're gonna just see if this works and practice and." It worked and we did it. Damn. And um, I was glad that I didn't think too long and hard about my decision because it was like a really cool moment. That's you amazing. Know? You guys Google that, go to YouTube, and it's the uh, MTV, it's the Janet Jackson icon performance. And you'll see exactly what she's talking about. I've watched everything today again. Hi, you Tim. Did? Tim saying hi, show. Tim! Mwah, Tim mwah, mwah. We're talking about that iconic performance. I don't know. Did Tim do your makeup on that one? Did I don't you know. Do did Tim? Did you do Tim? Icon did you makeup? do the I, Did you do the icon performance like, makeup? Yes. I feel like he did. did. All the yes, makeup. he said he was there. He <laughs> yeah. said, "Yeah, he was." Yeah. Of course, that's what I'm like. I'm thinking Tim was he there. Always, he was always the makeup artist. And the, absolutely, the he's the bomb. Yep, absolutely. Shout out Tim. Amazing. I mean, we've had memories of him from dancer and to now Everything. iconic makeup artist. Miss you. Um, miss you, Tim. So then she, Janet, we talked about Janet. We talked about JT, the performance on TRL Live Times Square, uh, Justin Timberlake. And then we talked about Aaliyah and she shared um, a personal experience with the Rock the Boat experience. And then now we're talking about where her evolution is uh, moved into food and nutrition and her passion for that. Miss you guys too, everybody. Um, so now this is where we are. So Lisette, you're now you've 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 gotten your you you're a chef, and then you went fully deep dive because of your uh, thyroid condition, and then you learned even further and got more passionate about the um, holistic health coaching, and now you're certified. Mm -hmm. So now, how is? Let's get to the present day. We are in a crazy, weird, I mean, pandemic, global quarantine crisis you're navigating everything you got two kids so let's kids talk about with little let's talk, kids let's 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 go into that let's talk about now your food as a wife of two not 10 months and two years old and then plus you're an artist and trying to figure it all out and then make money somehow in this weird situation break break Lisette where are they now? <laughs> where are they now? Give us the word. Give it's us hard. The I'm not gonna lie. Where are they it, now? It's, segment. It's it's a challenge. It's like like you said. I'm navigating it every day, and with this pandemic happening, I okay. So I've gone through. I've run the gamut of emotions and ups and downs. Like when this first hit, I was very stressed out. I don't. I was calling you like, girl. Yeah. You know, like I was. I remember. Just, like, I saw this coming ahead of time, and I was very concerned and stressed it's stressed not only for my health my family's health but also for work like you know what are we gonna do because 
this is huge. Um, so I've, I've been, I've been feeling all the feels like I've had days where I've been down and I've been, you know, in my head, but the thing that happens when you have kids is they, you have to be present for them. So I don't have a lot of time to sit in it. I have to show up for them every day. And I do, I try my best. My husband is awesome. John, he's like my partner and we work it out every day and it's very hard. You know, I don't know. I definitely think that it's opened up some things for me creatively that I've always wanted to do. It's given me a little space to kind of go, what is important to me really? Right. Cause I think that's mm-hmm. when everybody starts to, when people have a lot of time with themselves, it's like a mirror comes up to your face so you can see everything that's really going on. Cause you don't have a choice not to. Right. So, um, that's what's been happening. And for me, it's been really realizing how I love food and nutrition and cooking. I started baking bread, sourdough bread from scratch. Which is bomb, by the way. <laughs> you, which is like been like a science experiment and really fun. And um, I'm teaching my son, too, because he was in school and he had to get pulled out of school. So I'm teaching him every day. and We're doing fun things. But like. I don't know. I think everybody's kind of probably in the same boat, right? Like we're just, we want the answers, but we don't really know. And so it's, it's a moment of letting go of control. Really? You know, like we just have to surrender the control. Like, and I've been just doing that every day. I just take it one day at a time instead of being the Virgo that I am and the person that I was always like, okay, everything needs to be organized. I need to know what I'm doing. Five months. this is really just kind of like grounded me again and got my feet back on the earth and gone, okay, like what matters here? What's important? Who do I want to be connecting with? Cause it's very important for me to still connect, even though we can't connect physically, like who are we connecting with? What am I reading? Where am I spending my time? Where's my focus yep. right now? And I'm just paying attention to those things and I'm drinking a lot. <laughs> <Period>. <laughs> exactly. Cheers. Period. I mean, like, cold Hell, brew, and you know what's so funny cold because for the first part of the day and then alcohol the second part of the day but that's that's part of being a mom sometimes getting through guys like it's wine no juice joke. right <laughs> damn 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 wine juice for sure but you know what in this and and you say because i i watch you like i know you personally so i get to see how you navigate and you do make it look easy. And you know, and people say superwoman, superwoman. And I know you hate that word. So throw this out there because I want people to know like why you hate the word superwoman. I know why, but like what, who are you in navigating everything? Because people are starting to feel like you have to be superwoman to be able to navigate everything. So yeah, kind yeah. of give everybody a, 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 a little, little insight to why superwoman you don't subscribe to superwoman. i mean i i don't think it's like a horrible thing but people will go like superwoman that's so cool you like do all the things and i think that um i think we just need to like and this is a lesson that i've learned as i've gotten older i'm in my 40s now you know i just just be gentler with yourself mm, I, think I like that. there's so much pressure and comparison and things that you're looking like you have to be and you want to be and when you just can be real with yourself and like you know I do do a lot of things but I also have really screwed up days I cry 
I, you know, I surrender to things like today I fell asleep when my kids went to sleep and there was like, just my house looked like Hurricane Katrina hit <laughs> my house. And then John came home and he was like, what's happening here? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just really Period. So it's like, yeah, I don't want to be the, the super woman, you know, I just want to be doing the best I can all the time. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that goes like when you're dealing with other people, if you can like see them in that way, I think that's important too. That's something that I've learned is like, be gentle with yourself, allow yourself to fail, allow yourself to have days where just, it's not happening. It's not going right. Like you need to walk away from things, but also like, know that everybody's doing the best that they can in the moment they're doing it too. You know, try to give people like, you know, the benefit of the doubt as much as possible and just know like they're doing the best. Everybody's doing the best that they can. Or otherwise they'd be doing something else. So that's really what it is, right? So, you know, I, being a mom now, I'm an older mom with two kids. I waited a, a little bit longer to have kids, which I'm very grateful that it happened for me and it was a lot of work for me to be honest, but, um, yeah. uh, I have to do that with myself because I'm tired. <laughs> you're more tired when you're older and you're just like, you know, I want my kids and I want my kids to see like the real, I want them to see when I'm emotional when I'm angry, when I'm not okay, you know, and I want people to see that too. I want, I want, I want that around me. And so, you know, that's it. Like, it's not about being a superwoman. I just like, it's not superwoman. I just like to do a lot of things. I'm a busy body more than a superwoman. <laughs> but I, feel I think we all just try the best that we can. You know? What's your, any, what, what's, what's a tip that maybe you could give to, you know, a mom that's kind of losing it right now in the middle of everything? Just know, like, I, this is, this is something I've told you this before too. Um, it's that like it'll pass right because we as mom I think moms now too have this like thing because you'll look on Instagram and you see all these like filtered pictures of moms looking like gorgeous with like their kids right and, right like, right totally and it's not that's not real you know so it's there it's really hard being a mom especially with two little ones and I have they're very close in age mm -hmm. but I think the thing that I would say is like just remember like remember the good things like like savor the moments of them being loving and cuddling you because i i always try to think like this is the last time they'll be this little so yeah right you know, like let me enjoy and then there's sometimes with this quarantine where i'm like oh my god i just i can't do this but then at the same time in the same breath i'm like i'm getting to bond with my kids in a way that i never probably would um and the thing that that is really funny that I told you because I think you told Sabo this is like when I first had Ray and she'd be screaming and Rowan was screaming and I'm here by myself and I'm like crying, cry like literally like tears yep. falling down my face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like just Sabo and I I said to myself it's only screams. It's just sound. No, that's what you it's, just it's, sound. Just... <laughs> it's just sound. It's just sound. I remember, and then that became my mom mantra, like, it's just sound. Exactly. The sound exactly. will stop. It's just, it's sound. It's sound instead of scream. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't That's know. great. That I did, and I did tell, and that is a great mantra. Saba, I don't know if Saba, are you still in here? Because I told you that mantra, too, and she said she used it. She said it was the same thing. Her kids just went, ah, and she was like, it's just sound. It's just it's sound. It's just noise. It's just 
and I was oh, like, God. that monica, I'm passing that over. You guys, yeah, like, it, yeah, it gets hard sometimes, but it's also like really fun sometimes, you know. It's just sad. <laughs> so okay, so so say something yeah. to. Say something to Rowan, Raya, and John right now. Hi, guys. Those are my loves. They're sleeping. Hi, Rowan, Raya, John. John's sleeping, family. too? No, John's working right now. Okay, He's always. Working. He's always, always. Shout out, He's shout out. It's just sounds. They're, just, they're putting it. It's just sounds. <laughs> it's just sounds. <laughs> New mantra, you guys. You heard it hey, here from LaSette, that mantra. Guys, if any of you guys want to have kids, just remember, <laughs> it's only, and you have to say it like this, it's only sounds. It's only sounds. It's only sounds. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Oh, my God. Um, Trust me, I'll use it. <laughs> for real. So let's, let's, let's kind of wrap it up and let's cool. throw a little, um, you know, last thoughts, last words. You guys, we're going to come back because people were asking questions to me and Lissette about what we've done together. That's an entirely different episode. That's like a, so we'll come back for that. But if there's any questions right now, this is a great time to throw out some questions to Lissette, um, you know, with anything that you guys are thinking about as far as her journey, things that you want to know, anything that we talked about today, this would be a good time. Thank you, Lissette. My besties on Show Business Live. You're welcome. Yay. This is so fun. I feel like we... I feel like we talked a lot, actually. <laughs> we actually did. We got it in. We got it in. A, a little, just a little bit over, to be honest. Hey, Janet, here. Hi, Janet. Hi, Janet. <laughs> so, any, look any, at these. Look, I, look, you guys, this is what 40 looks like. I can barely read these comments. That's why I have on my glasses, because Dave, Dave said I'm looking like an auntie. I sure am, and, I'm a, and I can read the comments looking like an auntie right now, too. <laughs> Raina. Love you, Raina. This is so cool. Hey, Three meals on a deserted island. What? Three meals on ah! a deserted island. That was from Sienna. Um, and then the next one from Wayne is, are you planning to release your own cookbook? So those are two good ones. Good question. Three meals. Whew. I would definitely be, okay, so I feel like I always say this is like my, um, my last meal if I was going to the chair or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to the chair, yeah. Like, like I know, I'm sorry, all you vegans, but like it would be... <laughs> It would be a cheeseburger, a Ooh. really good cheeseburger that was like bacon and maybe oh, definitely cheese, good meat, a nice potato bun. That would probably be it. Um, I also love, I love, it'd be like pasta, mm. pasta, meatballs, spaghetti. I'm very like simple. I just want like the yeah. things. I mean, That's I make perfect. fancy, crazy things, but it would be Some simple things. Like that and yep. I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tell us, tell them about the cooking class, and then have you got another series coming up? I'm in the cooking yeah. class. I'm having a bomb. Yeah, show me. My doing shit's it, looking bomb. Awesome. Everyone's stuff is looking yeah. bomb. So I'm tell them about I'm that. I'm doing another one. I don't know when. Okay. We'll see, it's hard with kids because I do it when they nap. I have them on a schedule. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's really cool, and I'm just teaching everybody. We're not using a lot of recipes, which is cool. I'm just kind of working with everybody what they have at their house. I might like have them pick up a couple things, but it's kind of like a freestyle vibe. So I'll just talk to everybody and go, what do you have? What are you cooking with? What do we? And we just cook together and I teach them more of just like how to break it down and uh -huh. make it taste good and a lot of like tips and tricks. So that's my style. I think, yep. you know, I want to empower people to just cook more and not be bogged down with like, you know, following a recipe because I feel like that's annoying and Absolutely. sometimes you just don't have all the things, but and cookbook. Yep. It's funny that you said that about the cookbook. I told John 
two days ago, I said, you know what, babe? I said, I am going to write a cookbook. I don't know when it's going to happen, but that's going to happen in my lifetime. So for sure. Yeah. I, I love, love that. that. That's on my list. That's going to happen for me. You know, that's even great. if it's like five people buy it, I don't care. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I, I shit. Hell yeah. And you got, I'm sure you got like 20 people right now that would buy it, you know, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. What um, I have a question. Um, do you miss the industry? And if so, what about it do you miss? Interesting question. Do I miss mm -hmm. the industry? You know, or performing? Yeah, let me, yeah. Let me, yeah, so I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I, I did a performance, um, not last year, the year before, right before I had my second child um, with Ariana Grande. Mm -hmm. um, so um, Brian and Scott called me out of the blue and were like, hey, we're doing this thing. You want to dance? Just like, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm, I actually, I'm lying. I was like, I'm not gonna do it. And then my <laughs> husband and Shonique talked me. I was about and to was say, like, you weren't, you weren't like, yeah, at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I did, but then at the same time, I was like, uh, you know, I don't know, rehearsal. Blah, blah, right. You know, it sounded like a lot to me because the last time you guys, I danced professionally, I was like 28, and I, yeah. I'm telling my age right now, I'm gonna be 43. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, scary. Mm -hmm. um, but they me into mm -hmm. it, and it was fun. And I remember wanting the reason that I also wanted to do it was to see how it felt that wow. many years later, and it felt great. Here's the thing: I remember them. You know, I don't know if, if you guys have ever done like a live performance on an award show. I know some of you guys have. They do a countdown to like when everything goes live and they're like counting down. I remember this feeling that I got in my body was like very, very familiar. And it was like, okay, here we go. And then I zoned in and it was very easy for me to zone in and feel all the feels. And it was awesome. And it was done and it was great. And I was like, thank you very much. That was awesome. And Good night. I don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> You were good. I you were good. good. I've done it. Like I've done it enough to know what that feels like and to, mm -hmm. to be fulfilled with how it felt. Like I'm not seeking anything. Like my ego's not seeking anything else. I don't miss anything about that. Love like that. Life performance, all that, it's exhilarating. It feels awesome. It feels great. I will never forget what that feels like. <laughs> right. So like I'm just in a different place in my life. Totally. And I'm, I'm okay with that. Like, I'm definitely okay with going, you know, I've, I've hung up my, <laughs> you know, my, my dancing shoes in that way. Yeah. Exactly. In Once a mover, way. always yeah. a mover. I love what? teaching. I love yeah. making. I love making more than anything. Yeah. I mean, but you know, that was a hard, I, we were in heels on concrete. For, for real. You guys were not playing. Absolutely. So, I feel um, you. So what yeah, about like so creative directing, choreography? Where's your head with that? I mean, you know. I mean, honestly, you guys, like, I love, I love teaching. I feel like in this part of my life, what feels right for me is like I love exchanging with people, and I love being a source of information for people. I like to be able to ignite things in people, and for me. In all honesty, teaching does that. Like, you know, yeah. we've done a couple gigs recently, even when I was pregnant. And, you know, sometimes working with artists, it's, it's great. But also it sucks a lot of your energy because you're having to be a people pleaser and you're having to, you're having to 
stifle your creativity sometimes. And I think just where I'm at right now is like, I want to feel free and I want to be able to do things, be with my family more because now I have them. And, um, you know, this lifestyle takes you away from your family a lot. So yeah. I'm just like feeling what's, I'm just going with, again, what feels right to me. And so um, I love it. I love watching it. I love watching all the award shows. I especially love watching, you know, some of our students and people that we know, like doing so well in all of it. Killing that, it. That's super fulfilling for me. And totally. for me, I don't, I don't need to do it. I feel like I feel good with what I've done. And uh, yeah. I love Wait, that. What are we talking about? Raina, Luther? Yeah, they're just, <laughs> yeah, they're, hey, Raina, basically Luther. I don't know what Luther just said. I missed that part. Yeah. A bunch of, a few people just came on. Um, I love that. So you guys. Oh, babysitting. Just... Are you talking about with artists? Oh, babysitting. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just tired Done of with that part. Yeah. the nonsense. I'm too old. Like yeah. I don't want to deal with all the not the extra nonsense the that extra. comes along with all of that. It's ah, like I already got two kids, you know. I deal with a lot of nonsense. So that hi, Kamani. Hey, Kamani. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna wrap it up because we went over, but this is why we needed to go over because like we had way too much to talk about, and especially me and this girl right here, we could go we, for hours. Seriously, we, guys. There's so much stuff that we could talk about, and I'm glad that we, we didn't got to We talk about, there. like, best kept secret. No, 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 no. We got, that's a whole other thing. We're going to talk about best kept secret. We're going to talk, like I said, we to, hours. What we need to do is dig up some of that footage. Absolutely. We will. Uh, we will. I got, I got a few things, and we're going to dig up some best kept secret footage. We're going to get fun facts about some of the stuff that we did. Guess what I saw? Okay, now, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I'm wondering. This is a question. This is a fun fact. Did we come up with the very first viral video, which was Love Don't Cost a Thing? Gink, gink, DTT. I Googled it, and there's a hashtag with all these different people doing that. Remember that dance and Love Don't Cost chop, a Thing? The, chop, Yes, exactly. So anyways... People started to do it, and I looked, and I said, wait a minute. And there's, like, football players that are doing it, like, on the really? sideline. And I'm like, yes, girl, you Dang. have to YouTube. And I said, wait, did we come up with the very first viral dance? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I mean, we did Best Kept Secret how long ago? When did that start? That was 2000. 2001, 2002? Probably 2001, 2002. Nobody was doing that kind. Of, I mean, nobody was like doing like live no, dancing no. girls. Crazy, no. we did crazy stuff, you guys. We were we did. That's at the time, but that was so fun. Yeah, and we're gonna get we're gonna get to that. We're gonna come back. We'll come back another time, and we'll do a whole, you know, Shanique and Lissette moment because that was a that was a time that was like you know some of the best times of my life in a long span. And I'm sure we'll be able to dig up like half the stuff that we did. So that's a different episode, mm -hmm. but. Thank you to my BFF. Yep, best kept secret. All day. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, so and thank fun. you to Lissette Bustamante. Raina was you guys. there. Yep, Raina, ACL. They were like Jaylen. there all the time. Um, and I just want to say how much I love you, how much I am blessed to be you. a part of, you know, I mean, we've been like creative soulmates for a couple decades. De decades and came up with some things that just um i don't know inspired the both of us and hopefully inspired others 
And I just, you know, Lisette's journey is so unique. And she's not only, she doesn't just dabble in things. When she goes in, she goes all the way in. And so that's why her dance and her cheerleading and her artist. We didn't even get into her music. That's another episode too, because she went into a music world too. She can sing and she's an amazing songwriter. So there's so many things that Lisette has done. And, um, you know, the bonus is she's my bestie. <laughs> so, um, this is awesome. Do you want to say goodbye to everybody? I would, and before we say goodbye to everybody, I'm going to play a little song a little bit because me and Lisette, we would sometimes all night play this one song over and over and over, and we would sing this verse over and over and over. I know I'm going to play it, and you're going to be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I found out who wrote the song. I didn't know who wrote this song because on verses, you know, the, the verses IG Live. John to Austin and Neo went back and forth. And then Jonte played this song and I was like, oh, he wrote this song. And I found out he wrote like half of the songs that we used to always sing forever. Like me and Lisette would sometimes be in Japan and we'd be jet lagged. Right. And so for four hours, we would just like scat. Remember we would scat for like three, four hours? We had like, 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 like marathons of scatting. Like who could like be more creative? We'd just be like, <laughs> <laughs> and we would just do that for hours because we didn't have shit because we're crazy okay? but also what we would do is play this song and we play and we would um play this over and over and over not that one this one John to Austin wrote this song and he did verses against Neo. So we would do this. Hey. And we sing this part over and over. <laughs> Oh my god, John walked in. He's like, what's going on? Hi, John. He's like, but you know what? Like, I feel like I can't find this music. Is it not? You can't. I found it. It's on the Friday soundtrack. Aaliyah, you can't find any Aaliyah on it iTunes. Sucks. I know. They only the only her first one with Mr. You Know Who. That's on yeah. there. Yeah. But the any of the other stuff is not on there. But it's fortunately but but fortunately the next Friday is on the next Friday soundtrack. Okay. I don't wanna. So okay. go ahead and buy it. I found it. I was excited and there we go. That song goes off. So yes, me and Lisette, we would scat for hours because we didn't have anything else to do and we would sing this part over and over and over and we would try to find the harmonies and um we, we just was, had fun y'all we just we had, had fun. So fun we just had fun background has her locked up in contract still yeah we, yeah, we had which is crazy which is so so crazy and stupid all right let's say you want to say bye to the show business like this is the second episode of this show is business awesome. live the first one you guys like we said, was the podcast. You can check that out um, on all places where podcasts are listened. And then I was doing something cute 
and then the quarantine said click clack boom hold your cuteness and so i have some stuff that's on the shelf and then i was like well i'm just gonna go live and continue it better this way it's like it's just fun and relaxed everybody's at home on their on their phone this is awesome absolutely I'm so glad you're doing this too thank you boo you gotta keep doing it girl i'm gonna keep doing it i'm having fun i'm having fun a lot of other things in the in the in the in the pipeline Good. but same thing like you said Lisette, just taking it day by day because we we yeah. are in a serious mode you know what i mean I, we love you guys i see Alyssa, love you Sienna, all Miss and you luther all. Can't wait to love you guys Raina, thank like, you guys so much real. like hug i need hugs yes need hugs <laughs> oh my gosh wayne yes janet boom i'm giving you guys a hug Let's say goodbye to everybody and I love Bye, you. Bye everyone. You guys stay safe. I miss you all. Love you. Take care of yourselves and your families. You know, just keep being, keep making, keep being creative. Keep making. Yeah. All right. Bye, you guys. Bye. Love you. Good night. Good night. Thank you guys. Love you. Love you with set. See you guys later. Come back next week. Hey. Show.